Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday, February 15th, 2019. Already almost a quarter way through the new year. It's craziness uh, that happens like that, how time flies. But they say when you're having fun, time flies. But when you're bored, time goes really slow. So don't be bored. That's the tip right there is don't be bored. So welcome to episode number two of The Real Truth About Life and Business. And I'm going to continue on the topic of entrepreneurship uh, sucks, why we do it. So I'm really going to talk about today is about truths about entrepreneurship that most people fail to consider. Um, And I want to talk about this because a lot of people, you know, when you talk about entrepreneurship, one, they either cringe or they get scared or two, they go, oh, you got it so lucky. You know, you, you must, you must, you know, have it made. You must be making a ton of money. You have all of this free time because you can work when you want to work. And it's so opposite of what people think. And it's crazy that people think this. And this is the reason why I'm doing this series called Entrepreneur Sucks, Why We Still Do It, because it is a lifestyle. And you'll hear me talk about this a lot, that entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. And it does suck sometimes. It does suck a lot sometimes, especially in the beginning when you're first getting started. But it is a lifestyle. And a lot of people choose it because it's a lifestyle, not because you can make a ton of money at it. And yes, you can make a ton of money as an entrepreneurship. But uh, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about here in a second is that to make a ton of money, you have to make an extreme amount of revenue just to make a ton of money. Because uh, there's uh, so many intangibles and intrinsic stuff that you have to think about and consider. Because all of this money that you're making, one, you still got to pay taxes, you got to pay your people, you got to pay your vendors before you even pay yourself. So there's a lot of things to consider. But, you know, entrepreneurship, I mean, like I was saying, the mere mention of the word can send tingles up your spine, but it seems like. There really has never been a time in human history where so many people dream of the glory and riches that come with entrepreneurship. It is exciting. It can, it can be lucrative. Uh, it can be very sexy sometimes. Really depends on you know what you're doing, as far as a business wise goes. But for me, um, it's exciting. And for me, it, it's it can it's getting lucrative. But for me, it's the flexibility. I, I do work a lot, but sometimes I don't work a lot because I choose not to. So, but that's on my own accord. But my company is getting bigger and it's getting, you know, more out there and more known. So it's not as flexible as it used to be. But I wake up every single day so excited to do what I do because I love what I do. Um, So, you know, that's really what people think. And and the truth is entrepreneurship can suck. Um, You know, it it can suck sometimes. Uh, Actually, in the beginning, like I was saying, it really does pretty much Every single day, it sucks, uh, but it gets better. You just have to keep pushing through it. So there's a lot of things that are not shared to scare you, and a lot of people don't tell you the the bad things. You know, a lot of people sugarcoat entrepreneurship, and they really don't tell you the bottom line and the real truth. So that's really the purpose of my uh, episode today is to really give you some things that and and some failures that you're going to run into that you would never even consider. You know, the first one really is it's a large amount of revenue and it doesn't make you rich just because you do, let's say, a half a million dollars in revenue. That's not a half a million net. That's not a half a million dollars in your pocket. So that's one thing to consider. You know, something that most entrepreneurs don't realize is the revenue does not equal cash in the bank. 
you got to remember that revenue does not equal cash in the bank. You know, I know entrepreneurs who run companies that make millions of revenue, yet they are still living like broke college students. And I see this a lot. I see this all the time. Um, but a lot of people pretend, you know, a lot of people want to be fancy and, and flashy, like they, they have a lot of money. But the reality of it is, I, I guarantee you they don't. You know, in the early stages of entrepreneurship, you'll be able to be reinvesting nearly all of your disposable income back into your business. That's what you have to do in order to grow your business. If you're not investing in your business, you're not growing your business. So this means that even when you are generating six or seven figures in profit, you will likely still be living like someone earning only in the low five figures. Um, the second one that I want to talk to you about is self-reliance. It really isn't that easy. Um, you know, whenever you work a nine to five or even work as a freelancer, you have a boss or clients that you have to report to. And that's natural. So me owning my own business, I have, what, maybe 20, 25, 30 bosses instead of just one boss. If you work a nine to five and you work for a corporation, or maybe you have two or three bosses you have to report to in your corporate job. So, you know, whenever you are an entrepreneur, you're, you are the alpha, you're the omega of your business. You answer to no one but yourself. And this is both incredibly, incredibly liberating, but at the same time, incredibly challenging. Um, and think about that. It's liberating and challenging at the same time. So it's great to be your own boss. It's great that I don't have to answer to anybody if I'm sick or if I have a problem or anything like that. But it's incredibly challenging when you're really dealing with, you know, 10, 15, 20, even if just even if it's just five clients, that's, it can be incredibly challenging being an entrepreneur and your own boss. So you have to have a deep intrinsic motivation to really accomplish anything as an entrepreneur. You have to fight. You have to hustle. You have to grind. Sometimes you're going to work 15, 16 hours. Sometimes you might work eight hours. Your income's minimal. You have angry clients all by yourself. You have nobody to push angry clients onto. And that is not an easy task. So just really, you have to really prepare yourself. Preparation is one of the keys to, to being a successful entrepreneur. You have to prepare yourself. Another one is, is number three, you know, growing your business is terrifying. You know, it, the, when you're talking about growth, you, you, all of these different things go through your mind, all of these negative things, but a lot of positive things as well. You know, building a business to the high five figures or even six figure range, it's, it's, it is not, it's not as difficult as you might think. So, however, if you want to be a top 1% entrepreneur and really take the game to the next level, it's going to be hard because really only 1% of all business owners and entrepreneurs become successful. And Gary, I heard that in a talk with Gary Vaynerchuk, who's one of my favorite guys to listen to talk. I love his energy. I get psyched and motivated and jacked up when I listen to him talk. So, but yeah, uh, he mentioned 1%. That's a very small percentage of companies that actually make it, that actually hit the million dollar mark, you know? So it is hard, you know, five figures, you know, depending on what you're selling, what your service or product is, it could be it could be, you know, a hundred sales or it could be, you know, for me, five figures is, is really two, two clients. Um, so, but when you're getting to seven figures to get, to get to that 1% of entrepreneurs that actually hit the seven figure mark, um, it, it's, you really have to grind it out and it's going to be hard. Uh, you know, it's going to be really terrifying 
Scaling your business to great heights will require you to learn new skills, hire, lead a team, and get so far out of your comfort zone that you risk a mental breakdown. Um, And take that to heart. You could risk a mental breakdown. So you have to have a good balance. And I'm going to talk about this in another, in probably my next episode, talking about balance, work-life balance as an entrepreneur. It's different work-life balance if you work in the corporate world, but it's a whole nother story when you're talking about work-life balance as, uh, as an entrepreneur. So, but I promise that it will be worth it. And, but be, be prepared to have more than a few heart palpitations along the journey. So number four, you will have to let go of your emotions. Okay, so first of all, emotions will do nothing but hurt you. Making emotional decisions are the worst decisions ever made. And ask anybody whether it's in personal or in business, an emotional decision is a bad decision. I want you to engrave that in your head. Emotional decisions are the wrong decisions. You know, entrepreneurship is not a game for people who wear their heart on their sleeves. If you're a softy and you are passive, uh, entrepreneurship is not for you. It is not for you. It will lose you money, it will lose you business, and you will you will really never get anywhere. You have to be really tough-skinned, thick-skinned, and tough. You know, it's a game for people who are able to suppress their emotions and really make the decisions that are best for the company based on logic and data, not emotion. Logic and data. What's common sense? What makes sense for your company, not for you? So there'll be times where, you know, you're really going to pour your heart out and soul into an idea and a project. And it might fail miserably. You know, you need to be able to let go of your emotions and do what is necessary to move your company forward. You have to let go of those failures and learn from it. If you fail at a project and you put so much into it, pick out the things that you did wrong and learn from the things that you did wrong and hold on to the things that you did right. You know, there will be times when you hire someone who you really like and then have to fire them because they are not performing. Um, And that's a harsh reality is Hiring somebody that you see so much potential in, they're such nice people, they're great people, they're great with customers and everything, but they just don't get it. They just don't perform. Um, And some of that has to come from training too. If you're not putting a lot into the training and teaching them how to succeed, then that's on you. But if you put your heart and soul into training this person, giving them all the tools and knowledge that they need to succeed and they still not perform, then they're just not meant for that position. So, you know, once again, no matter how hard it is, you have to let go of your emotions and do what is necessary for your company. It's your company, not you. You have to do what's necessary for your company. So it's not it's 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 not an easy truth to swallow. But you know what? It's the harsh reality and the harsh truth. So number five, this I was just talking about this. Work-life balance is a myth. Um, not really. I, I, I don't think it's a myth. But it, 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 yes and no. So, you know, some entrepreneurs like to pretend that they can have it all. Uh, you can be in great shape, party on the weekend, spend lots of time with your loving significant other and still grow your business. Uh, you can't. Well, you can and you can't. You just have to manage your time. So this is where I say it's not a myth, but it's also needs to be a, a major part of your decision making because I'm not telling you to go out there. And neglect your family and do whatever and work 18 hours a day. 
but you have to have a balance. You have to figure out what works for you. Maybe in the beginning, you have to really pour it out for the first year or two and then get to a point where you can open up some time. But you got to remember family is family. You got you got to make sure your family's okay. You can't neglect. But you also have to put your heart and soul if you really want your business to succeed, you have to um, put 100% into your business. You can't, you know, take time off, work two hours a day, uh, party all the time. You know, you can have some fun, you know, uh, and I totally encourage that because uh, I come from the corporate world where I used to work 90 to 100 hours a week and it sucked. I made a lot of money, but I didn't have time to do anything, didn't have, you know, I couldn't keep a relationship because I never made time for anything. But, you know, in the early stages, we're talking about now in the early stages of your business, this is where you really have to put a lot into your company and create the uh, stepping stones to success. You know, there's a lot of parts of your life slide so that you can grow your company and reach the levels of success you desire. Uh, You may have to give up some of your social life for a year or so or to grow your business. You might have to cut back on some of your time in the gym for a while. Uh, only exercising enough to stay healthy. Uh, you, you might even need to break up with someone that you care about. Now, I wouldn't go that far. That's a little harsh. Breaking up with somebody just to grow your business now. That person shouldn't be understanding. If they love you, they support you, they're going to be there for you. You know, um, Giving up gym time, that's something I've never given up. I will not give up my gym time. Uh, it's only an hour out of the day, hour and a half at the most, uh, but it keeps me healthy. It helps my keep thinking. It keeps my mind fresh. It keeps my mind healthy. And that's important because if your health is bad, your business is going to suffer. So, but you can't, I'm not, one thing I'm going to say is you can't have your cake and eat it too. Okay. There has to be a balance. So if you want your business to grow, then you have to sacrifice something in your life uh, that ha- that can't require hundred percent of your time. So the last one I'm going to talk about is you don't have to be smart. To be an entrepreneur, you don't have to be this genius. You don't have to be – you don't have to have an IQ of 150 or whatever. Uh, I mean you have to have some smarts, but it, you you don't have to be like this super nerdy, intelligent person. You know, Some of the most successful entrepreneurs tend to get smug about their success. You know, It's easy to let this happen. When a business succeeds, it's tempting to think um, you, you know, you're wholly – responsible for that glory. You know, in reality, a successful business happens as a result of many factors. And entrepreneurs don't have to be smart to make a business successful. You know, if it's not native intelligence, then what does make an entrepreneur successful? You know, I can't speak for every entrepreneur, but here are some of the things that I've noticed that have contributed to my success. Um, Hard work, grinding, hustling, all of that goes under hard work. Relentless labor makes up for genius. You know, if you're a hustler and you're going out there and doing everything you you can, you possibly can to, to help your business succeed, then that's a good trait. And that's that's one of the traits that's hard to teach. It's hard to teach somebody to be a hard worker, to be a hustler, to be a grinder. Networking. Uh, connecting with the right people will put you light years ahead. I call this leverage. Okay, leveraging is the word of the 2019. Leverage your people, leverage your relationships. Find the right people that can get you where you need to get to and leverage that relationship. Grow it, fertilize it, build it, and make it work for you. But don't forget, it's not just about you. 
because they're going to want you to help them out as well. So this is where building a great relationship with somebody and leveraging that relationship. Growth hacking. Making the right marketing moves in a complex, digitally driven environment can skyrocket any business. Uh, growth hacking could be a whole new episode, a whole episode in itself. So look up growth hacking if you don't know what it is, but it's a great marketing move um, and hacking into, you know, really hacking into uh, 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 and leveraging in, in different markets and making the right moves uh, in, in the digital world. Uh, you know, your the opportunity is at your hands. It's open opportunity. So don't be naive. Don't be shy. Uh, get out there. And, and do the right things and use your strengths to your advantage. But at the same time, continue to invest in yourself as an entrepreneur. Investing in yourself is the same as investing in your business. So that means reading books, mentors, uh, watching lots of videos, watching Gary Vaynerchuk, watching Chris Cubby, watching Grant Cardone, whoever your favorite speaker is, uh, your content. Uh, but, you know, fill your mind fill your body with knowledge the more you can never have too much knowledge you can never know you'll never know everything and anything about your field but you have to be a sponge you have to continue to grow as a person which will help your company grow so it's not just for the smart kids only so uh, I hope these these tips help, and I, I hope you guys are really enjoying this episode because it, it's really coming in handy. You know, I know that this is not the most motivating uh, podcast. Sorry, but you really need to know what you're getting yourself into before you go purchasing that LLC and, and starting that business. Because the last thing I want to see, and the last thing I would hate to see from any of you or any of my friends, you starting a business and failing miserably because you didn't prepare yourself. You didn't fill yourself with knowledge about entrepreneurship and, and the negative part. Everybody sees the positive parts of entrepreneurship, but they don't dig into what the negative part is. And you have to, I don't preach negativity, but researching yourself on the, the negative parts of, of owning a business to prepare yourself because if you can't handle the negativity that comes along with entrepreneurship, then you're going to fail and it's not for you. So, but it's not all doom and gloom. You know, let, let me leave you with something positive. Yes. Entrepreneurship is hard. Yes. You will probably lose friends. You will probably lose sleep. You're probably going to be uncomfortable and probably be very broke at some point. Um, but it will be all worth it. If you stick with it, you can have a life that most people only dream of. So embrace the suckiness of entrepreneurship and get to it. So I hope this helps. I really hope you guys, everybody gets something out of this. Uh, this, the, you know, entrepreneurship is a really strong passion of mine. I love teaching people about it. I love sharing my ideas and my pros and cons of it. And, you know, I thrive on the negativity. I thrive on the bad parts of it because it motivates me because I want to accomplish it. I want it to, I want to turn everything into a positive, you know, and really, you know, hustle, grind, have a passion. When you're finding a business, be passionate about it. Don't do it for the money. Do it because you love it. And, you know, if you're only making $50,000 a year, but you have so much extra time on your hands and your business is running successfully, consistently, and, you're just happy and happy and happy, then who cares how much money you're making? 
you know, because the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that if you want to make a hundred, if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars to put in your bank, then you can go do it. You know what to do. So stick with it. I have confidence in all of you out there. If you have questions, you know where to find me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, uh, on Big Bite Media or Brian Whitehurst. Uh, that's Brian with a Y and that's Whitehurst. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, under uh, B-Dub Club, on Twitter at B-Dub Club. Uh, you can find me on Google. Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere. Uh, go to my new website, www.bigbitemedia.net. Uh, you can also email me if you want to. Uh, go to my contact page, uh, send me questions, go to my social media, send me messages. I'll be glad to help you guys out. I'll be glad to give you some pointers. I'll be glad to talk to you. I'm not shy from talking to anybody. You know, I'm busy. If I don't get back to you right away, just be patient. Uh, and I promise you, I'll get back to you and help you out. So hopefully everybody has a great weekend. Uh, I'm happy for everybody. Be safe out there. Be positive. Generate some positive energy and surround yourself with positive people. So once again, happy Friday. Thanks for listening to the real truth about life and business. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Have a great weekend.